It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. But now let's go out on the, uh, the line and talk to our guy, who I'm wondering if he has any. We know he's got thoughts on the Eagles, and we're going to get to those. But our guy, Elliot Shore Parks, uh, the beat writer you need, my podcast partner on go birds go birds radio check us out the uh, beat writer you need oh you've never heard this before no. oh that, i've never heard that either what elliot you're not doing a good wow. job of letting people know your moniker <laughs> that's, i mean is that well, yeah. yes that is a that is yeah. his the catchphrase i had no idea life motto come on I mean, i'm not the beat writer you want i'm the beat writer you need always that's, where it comes <laughs> that's yeah. right that's exactly right that's All right. really good it's great because it's got it's got of course i am yes <laughs> why have elliot on the show if we can't get his thoughts on Actually. Telling your son you love them and, and the importance <laughs> okay. of that. John struggling with that has not done it enough throughout no, his life. And now his son's not. going away to college. His son's going to Korea this morning, South Korea. And John's kind of struggling with this a little bit. Elliot, your thoughts. The beat writer we need, well, uh, the love doctor we need. <laughs> I, I'm big into telling everybody that you love them. I mean, anyone that's hung out with me on a Friday or Saturday night uh, around 11 or 12 o'clock. Get a couple beers in Elliot and yeah, you will tell I the love, whole party. I love everybody, right? So, yes, John, I would, I would strongly encourage you to tell your son that uh that that you love him that's a that's a no-brainer yeah well i'm not in the habit and I, well, you're i'm basically feeling doing it, right it over now. the air at this point i mean at <laughs> yeah. this point, that's the funniest part about this whole thing yes <laughs> send them, yeah send them a link to the odyssey, uh, odyssey <laughs> like before you go off here's something for you to yeah. listen to so. <laughs> I, I don't really know how to say this to you so just listen yeah. to me tell five hundred thousand yeah. people instead yeah, yeah, yeah the no. callers agreed after four hours i should say it so <laughs> <laughs> see this is the, i knew you would come through on this all right elliot uh <laughs> Yesterday, the last day of OTAs, you got the chance to be out there at practice. I know there wasn't a ton of action and not everyone out on the field, but what was your biggest takeaway from, from the last practice you'll see for six weeks? Yeah, uh, I thought it felt like the last day of school. Like we always remember when you were in grade school that last day, you're all just hanging in the classroom. That's what it felt like. There was not, first of all, the attendance wasn't great. A lot of the veteran players were not there. The entire offensive line, starting offensive line wasn't there. A.J. Brown wasn't there. 
uh, Darius Slade, James Bradbury, Hassan Reddick. Those guys weren't there. And as a result, it just kind of had a, a light feeling for the final day. They had to move inside because of the air quality. Um, yeah. Jalen Hurts in the first-team offense did not have a good day. Uh, I had Hurts down at 6-12 with one touchdown, two interceptions. Um, the interceptions I didn't think were, were his fault. The first one was an excellent play by Christian Ellis, who we can certainly get into in a minute if you want. And then the second one, he probably just underthrew the ball a little bit. But now after yesterday, they're done for the, the summer. The next time we see them, we'll be training camp. And I thought the practice kind of had that vibe yesterday. Elliot, is that different from last year that the big name players didn't show up for the final day? You know, it, it, I'm, I'm just wondering, is this, are, are we witnessing a deterioration of the offseason involvement which was a real sticking point for Nick Sirianni remember he made struck a deal with the the veteran players when he first got here hey let's do this we'll cut back on the number of practices but I want you to all get to as many of these as you can how different is it this year the attendance yeah so I think the attendance has been really good this year and I do think by the end and you know I think a benefit of getting these guys to, to of getting good attendance for so many weeks is They've gotten a lot of reps in already. When we got to watch practice last week, they had excellent attendance for that practice. Just, you know, talking to players. I think there's been good attendance throughout this whole thing. So, you know, by the end of it, maybe the Eagles want to get these guys reps that have not been able to get them. Um, But the other takeaway, I think, too, when we talk about attendance and buying in, we talk so much about Jalen's leadership really throughout his entire time here. But during the season, we talk about it, you know, during training camp. But I, you know, watching practice yesterday, it did strike me that Jalen was, was there. And I think it's so important, you know, you talk about the setting the culture and all those things. To have your starting franchise quarterback there when so many other veterans were not, it just stuck out to me that, you know, we'll see how the season goes and we'll see if they can repeat what they did last year. But I do think, you know, they have the right person at quarterback in terms of setting the culture uh, for, for the offseason. So other than the, the leadership how did Jalen physically show growth in these OTAs? Well, yesterday was not a good practice. So, I, you know, I, I can't say that yesterday he showed uh, a lot of growth. I did think the first practice that I saw him, uh, I had him down at 7 of 11, seven of 11 for, uh, for that practice. I just think his, his accuracy, it, it, you know, it, it's almost not noteworthy at this point because it's just expected. You know, this time last mm-hmm. year, I thought that he, he was hit or miss in, in, in OTAs and then in training camp. He was not as good as he was in the regular season. But at this point, you know, he makes throws. Even yesterday, he had a deep touchdown to Devontae Smith. Remember this time last year, the whole question was, could he throw the deep ball? Yesterday, he hits Devontae Smith probably about 35, 40 yards down the field in stride for a touchdown. So I think his accuracy is just much more consistent uh, this this offseason than it was last offseason. Elliot, I was a, a little bit surprised at the Quez praise by Nick Sirianni uh, after mm-hmm. the practice. How fishy did that feel to you? Um, I don't know if, if fishy is the right word. I do think, I mean, Quez had a really good practice when I was there last week, and I do think that they, they do like him more than the outside does. I do genuinely believe that. But Sirianni is also somebody that is very aware of how their players are feeling and kind of maybe what they need to hear. So I do think mm. yesterday was his chance at the podium for the last time before training camp to really hype Quez up and to say, I noticed the work you're doing. I noticed the way how you've handled criticism uh, from the outside. So I, I don't know if it means that Quez is going to be a bigger part of the offense or that Quez is definitely going to be on the team. I could still picture a world 
where maybe they trade him. I don't think they'll be releasing him. But I think yesterday by, by Sirianni was, was calculated. Uh, and I, I think it was because Quez earned it. Though. I don't think it was wise. I think he just used that opportunity to give Quez the credit he believes he deserved over the last six weeks. How good do the Eagles feel about their right guard spot? You know, I think with Jeff Stoutland, you probably, you probably trust things will, will turn out okay, no, you know, pretty much no matter who you have out there. I think the drafting of Tyler Steen wasn't directly related to Cam Jurgens, but to use a pick that high again as someone that you project to play that exact spot, I think is noteworthy. I know that the players on the roster think highly of Cam Jurgens. He is a really good athlete. You talk to Howie Roseman about it, he'll say that Cam has elite physical traits, which is something they really look for in their offensive linemen. But at the end of the day, he is unproven. He has not played this position. He has not played this position at the NFL level. And it's, it's a very important position. I think uh, another interesting wrinkle to this is those players were a lot higher on Isaac Sayamalu than maybe the general public. Not that the general public didn't like Sayamalu, but when you're a right guard that barely talks, you're just not going to get a lot of, of attention from anybody. So mm-hmm. now I think the right guard spot probably has a bigger spotlight on it than it has in a while. And I think Cam will probably be okay. But, but I think that they internally expect him to be the guy to at least start the season. Yeah, I'm excited to see him play. I, I, I think he's really solid. Uh, on the defensive side of things, how much better of a feel do you have for Sean Desai after these practices? You know, it's really tough because we, they're not doing 11 on 11. Uh, they're allowed mm-hmm. to do them. They just elect not to do them. And as a result, you're just seeing seven on sevens without pads. So, yeah, I don't think you can get a lot of feel for, for how his system is going to look. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wish I had more feel. I mean, we've talked. We've only talked to him once since they hired him. Whenever you try to ask players about the scheme, they are very, you know, not talking about it. No one will talk about it. They're certainly trying to keep everything about Sean's side close to the vest. So maybe in training camp, we'll see a little bit more when they have to run reps of the system they're going to run in week one, and you have full eleven. But the Eagles don't want much about Sean Desai to be known, and they've succeeded so far since hiring him. So. Uh defensively you mentioned uh christian ellis uh yeah. the, the linebacker spot is he emerging is he making a push i i'm, I'm just uh the defensive side it feels like the front and the linebackers i'm, I'm not exactly sure how that's gonna work itself out uh yeah. linebacker wise who who was uh you know popping eyes and jordan davis does he look like more than a bit player at this point <laughs> yeah well before i start this answer let me just say James, I love you, but your boy Nicobe, not 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 in a good spot right now with this linebacker thing. When it's I look, OTAs. Really? It's OTAs. <laughs> they're in shells. Like they're not even in shells. Hold on, hold on. I can't know, play defense. I know, buddy. Why? I know. Not because Christian Ellis made plays. Yeah, yeah, enough. Come on, Christian tell us. Ellis, Go ahead. Christian Ellis has made more plays in this OTAs that were eye popping than I think Nicobe made last off season. And Nicobe has not made any eye popping plays from what I've seen. Now Nicobe does have the. I'll stop Nicobe, Nicobe's a game player, not Christian a OTAs. Nicobe's a read the defense, a smart player, that kind of stuff. Like this is right. this is nothing for Nicobe. Yeah. So James uh, isn't worried. But here here's what I'm I would not. say. Are they competing for the same spot? Well, they're competing for playing time. Right? I mean okay. I like I do think Christian Ellis will play middle linebacker when when he's out there. I don't know if he is an outside linebacker type, but mm-hmm. What Christian Ellis has done a really good job of, I think it's something that potentially could be an issue for Nicobe, and that's in the passing game. Nicobe, I think his strength is going to be 
run stopping. I, I think maybe if they allow him to play a zone type of, of defense at linebacker, maybe then if he can just sit back. But I don't think Nicobe's strength is going to be in the pass defense. And Christian Ellis has Jeez. shown that he has, he has been good in pass defense. He, had, he has two interceptions, one yesterday. He had one last week. Both of them, or no, yesterday was off Jalen Hurts. He had a pass breakup yesterday off of Jalen Hurts. And you remember last year when they put him in on special teams, he immediately came in and yeah. made a big impact, right? Yeah, so he, he is someone. He is someone that the more he plays, the more he stands out. And so, you know, the linebacker position, especially with the new defensive coordinator, this isn't you know Gannon coming back and he already has ideas of how he wants to use people mm-hmm. and has you know kind of premeditated feelings on different players. You know, uh, Desai wasn't in that draft room when they drafted Nicobe. So right. I think that the playing time at linebacker is very wide open and. Of all the linebackers, not just Nakobe, but of all the linebackers, he is the one that is standing out the most by far. All right, enough, wow. enough out of you, <laughs> ripping my Sorry, guy Nakobe, the number Sorry. one Nakobe hater in the city, Elliot Shore Parks. No, I'm labeling no, no, him. No, 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 no. <laughs> but maybe it's the number one Christian Ellis fan. I guess it's a positive way to put all that right. on a Friday. Uh, check us out tomorrow, Elliot and I, uh, one to three on WIP Go Words Radio. Uh, thanks, buddy. No problem. I love all you guys. Oh, oh look you, at that. Elliot. He has good stuff. Love John, you too, buddy. That. Love right. you too. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 215-592-9494.